10, 9, ignition sequence start, 6. Hello, and welcome to Rocket Fuel, your daily update of everything that's happening in the Rocket Pool community. My name is Wack, today is July 13th. And we've got an episode today for you that covers a whole lot of stuff that's not directly about Rocket Pool, but definitely very important. So the the main news is that anyone's talking about today is that um, the sales, Ripple's sales of the XRP token do not constitute an offer of investment contracts. And this is according to the judge trying the case. So that was Judge Torres. Um, we're going to talk about that a little bit more. But basically, for those of you who don't know, the SEC sued Ripple about two years ago, saying that when uh, XRP token was sold by Ripple, it was a security and the sale of that was an unregistered security. And basically, that's really bad. And uh, as the case has gone on now, today, there was a this news basically came out that, you know, the, the court was saying that it wasn't a security. But of course, you know, we're going to de- de- delve a little bit deeper into this and find out what's going on. So let's start here. Um, and we can change my screen so it looks better. So, um, in trading, like the prices started moving for crypto, and Bosi was like, Holy pump, what is this green stuff basically? And, um, people saying, Nice one, the price was going vertical. Um, Dibzy says, Wake me up when it passes 200. And I post a tweet, the one that I just showed you, saying, uh, XRP is not a security, and, um, saying, Dibzy, what are you hearing? <laughs> and he says, um, I'm not hearing anything <laughs> because until reading this tweet because the, the decision had literally just come out like a matter of like minutes earlier, seconds earlier. Um, and then, you know, I was like saying the crypto Twitch is all over it. The prices, of course, have started moving bigly. And um, Disney says that ETH pump is definitely related to this decision. I need to read it. So let's skip ahead a little bit. Um, we're going to be talking about um, Dibs Dibsy a lot in in this part of the episode because of course he's a lawyer um, who has a very deep interest in cryptocurrencies um, even though that's not his um, legal specialty he's very aware of the law around cryptocurrencies so um, we've mentioned him in the rocket field lots of times so he says I mean if this decision holds will the SEC appeal it will have cascading effect on all of SEC's litigations um, and he says, I can't imagine that this won't be appealed. So here, you know, Jasper shared a tweet as well for uh, Meta Lawman saying the Ripple decision is out. It's a split decision. But um, this, like, Dizzy uh, here says, you know, I want to read it. And I shared the quick quote here from um, Judge Torres saying, XRP as a digital token is not in and of itself a contract transaction or scheme that embodies the Howey requirements of an investment contract. Now, the Howey test is a test that was established, I think, in like 1930s or something like that, um, when the SEC, like around the time the SEC was launched, and they had this idea that if you... Um, you know, you have to meet these four criterias for something to be a security. And if it is a security, then it has to be regulated by the SEC, the Securities and Exchange Commission. And of course, the the issue with that is like, you know, they make it really strict for who can and can't invest in certain things and how the uh, the protocols and projects have to like report certain things. It's like really onerous and uh, it basically like make it really difficult for people in the US to access cryptocurrency products unless, of course, they're, in, they're an accredited investor. So... And the thing with the XRP case was a lot of people thought that this was, you know, a slam dunk uh, security like offering because of the way it was done, because there was very little uh, decentralization. Um, 
there was just lots of like like a lot of people thought that this was very much a security so the fact that the court here is ruling that it's not a security is um big big news because of course you know if xrp is 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 not a security then the same logic could be applied to the vast majority of cryptocurrencies that are out there right now including the ones that the sec is currently going after that we talked about on rocket fuel a few weeks ago so let's move forward now we've got some more messages here from um divzy um and he says you know i shared the 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 quote that i shared he says you know we need nuance to this this is a pre prelude to nuance i need to read it and um I said, yeah, we need we need that nuance because um, there's a lot going on over here. So here, you know, the Hans Gruber said, um, does this ruling set precedent for precedent for all ICOs and more relevant to us as an RPL? So Dibsy uh, has talked quite openly a few times about how he thinks the RPL token might be security, and you know the ramifications of that. But with XRP not being security potentially, then what? Where does that leave RPL? So um, in replying, he said preliminary answer without reading is no, because this is just an order ruling on a summary judgment motion. So it's not technically the outcome of the case. This is just an order ruling on the summary judgment motion. And that is what we're, we're seeing here. So it doesn't necessarily set a precedent um, that you can use. Uh, we're going to come and talk about that later. So here then Divzi started sharing um, parts of the report because he got, got his hands on it. He says this is a summary judgment. Summary judgment is appropriate where the record shows there is no genuine dispute as to any material fact and that the moving party is entitled to judgment as a matter of law. Um, a genuine dispute exists if evidence is such that a reasonable jury could return a verdict for the non-moving party. Um, so, um, I'm, I'm not a liar. <laughs> I studied law in school, but like that was a long time ago, 20 years ago. So, um, yeah, let's, let's, I don't remember those days very well. So, let's not talk about that. But anyway, um, like... Um, here the legend of uh, Tom, uh, Thomas continues because on May 1st he said that he started buying coin and since then coin has do, been doing really well I think it was like $37 at the time and now it's $100 so um, there's more here screenshots that Dizwi uh, uh, sharing from the ruling it says um, the second prong of the prong of the Howey test the existence of common enterprise and then like talking about that and then um, and then the ton blockchain like finding like different things so it says so it it found a contract horizontal monality a common enterprise uh, court found expectations of profits so he says i have to read the whole decision to do tldr so he was like answering these in real time so let's go forward mm. oh we already saw that part so here um the Dizzy said, you know, who wants the TLDR? And he says that XRP and SEC are going to have to go to trial on the institutional sales as unregistered securities and whether the XRP guys aided and abetted. So that's the institutional side of it. He says other cases involving sales from digital asset exchanges can levy this language regarding pro programmatic sales and no satisfaction of the expectation of profit prong of the Howey test. Um, and then he shares the XRP chart and it's literally like a vertical line straight up. Um, and yeah, it went up like I think 70 or 75% at one point today. So it, it really like flew up. And then there's more quotes from Dizzy, Dizzy here. He says, uh, you know, the, the, the explain like I'm five version of it is that it says, it means the summary judgment motion isn't binding precedent, but it is persuasive authority for similar actions brought by the SEC with allegations of unregistered uh, 
offerings on exchanges. So it says Binance lawyers are going to destroy the SEC with this. I think even more so Coinbase's lawyers are going to really use this to attack the SEC because Binance had a whole bunch of other stuff going on as well, but Coinbase were being sued for listing unregistered securities. So the idea is that basically if you were an institution buying into the ICO, then um, you you were getting a security but if you were a regular person buying um, the xrp token on the exchange then at that point it wasn't a security so coinbase probably could argue that you know all they do is they do the exchange part of it and at that point it's not a security so if it applies to xrp maybe it applies to all the other tokens they've listed as well so this is really interesting um that's going to come out from this um but yeah this you know this whole discussion was going like on and on quite well and yeah that's 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 kind of like what um Dibsy's summary was um, going into that part of it. Then let's have a look at some of the reaction on Twitter because this is the only thing that people on Twitter have been talking about today. So here we have a tweet thread, you know, from the th tweet threader, uh, Adam Cochran, and he says, the Ripple case, here's the good the, and the bad, but it's mostly very good for alts and surprisingly a big win for XRP. The first judge did decide institutional sales and fundraising were securities. So this is therefore having considered the economic reality and totality of circumstances surrounding the institutional sales, the court concludes that XRP's institutional sales or XRP um, constituted the unregistered um, offer and sale of investment contracts in violation of section 5 of the Securities Act. So here that that's an issue. So you know they'll probably go to court for that. It says but the programmatic prog programmatic sorry sale on exchanges didn't meet third prong of the howie so sales to users by exchanges was fine as long as it was through an order book and not ico ieo launchpad type of thing so if you have a look at the 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 text here it says therefore the vast majority of individuals who purchased xrp from digital asset exchanges did not invest their money in ripple at all and institutional buyer knowingly purchased xrp directly from R ripple pursuant to, con to a contract but the economic reality is that programmatic buyer stood in the same shoes as secondary market purchaser who did not know to whom or what it was paying its money and then it goes on to say, therefore, having considered the economic reality and totality of circumstances, the court concludes that Ripple's programmatic sales of XRP did not constitute the offer and sale of investment contracts. And then Adam goes on to explain, he says, uh, bounties, investments in others using XRP, grants and using XRP and transfers to execs in XRP do are not considered securities. And then it says here, therefore, having considered the economic reality and totality of circumstances, the court concluded that Ripple's other distributions did not constitute the offer and sale of investment contracts. Now, this has interesting ramifications for people who get paid in crypto, um, because even if the uh, like the token, if if that token like went through an ICO and was uh, a security at that point, potentially, then you getting paid in that is not a part of that security aspect of it so that's really interesting and then adam here says overall it's a huge win xrp is one of the most centralized foundations with key figurehead who had uh, standard sales by exchanges and formal distribution programs if those aren't securities nearly nothing sold via exchange is he says five 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 the moral is don't do institutional private rounds over the counter sell via exchanges distribute via protocol natively and FU Gensler win. And he says, PS, if XRP isn't security, clearly B 
BTC and ETH are not either. Good luck on stopping the ETF now, Gensler. Uh, one huge effing winner here is the exchanges. If institutional um, sales over the counter and direct token sales uh, raises our securities, then all selling is going to flow through public order books again. No more billions in convertible uh, funding rounds early on. Um, now, to be fair, remember this is only on the summary judgment, and so you have to have this go further to trial to an appeal etc it doesn't mean the case is closed but it's a huge win um, and it's well reasoned so um, what happened right away after after that coinbase of course who are you know currently being sued by the sec for listing securities um, released this tweet saying coinbase will re-enable trading of xrp um, on the xrp network do not send this asset over other networks or your funds may be lost transfers for this asset remain available on coinbase and coinbase um exchange in the regions where trading is supported um, trading is anticipated to begin later today if liquidity conditions are met once sufficiently sufficient supply of this asset is established trading on our xrp usd um, usdt and uh, europe trading pairs will launch in phases support for xrp may be restricted in some supported jurisdictions so yeah coinbase i think this here saying you know f you to the sec saying you know the tokens we've listed are not securities the court literally said that when you have tokens on exchanges like this they're not securities we're not offering any securities no no other tokens on our platform are securities and just so you know we're making it totally clear to you that your own courts have said this is not a security so we're listing it again because coinbase famously delisted xrp in the early days of the lawsuit and um yeah this is this is like these are the kind of things that you know are going to um like the shockwaves are going to come out of this decision in the coming weeks and months as we get more clarity and as it goes to trial and um, other other cases against the sec will like will use some of this um information as well so it's really fascinating of course what happens twitter here we have eric connor who says this is my mood the sec is dead crypto twitter is celebrating its death um and then we have Anthony Sassano here who says the SEC can't classify anything as a security. The Bitcoin ETF is going to get approved. Recession ends up being mostly avoided. He says avoided as in mostly avoided, like maybe a soft landing of some sorts. He says rate rise is going to finish. Maybe we've got one more raise rise left this month. He says inflation keeps going down and we are so effing back. Basically, like he's saying that all the catalysts for a bull market are here now. And this is this is this is the point where you know even the laggards who kind of like waiting to wondering is the bull market back is the bull market back um now is the time when they're going to see that the bull market is back of course this is not financial advice from me this is i'm just quoting what anthony sasano saying here okay moving on from that so one of the things that happened because of this is that the eth price of course went up. we're going to talk about the prices in a second but um our ETH has become a $1 billion market cap token now, um, which is really great. So congratulations to um, the up, uh, Rocket Pool uh, protocol for our ETH, you know, hitting $1 billion in, in, in uh, market cap. That's really, really great. Um, CoinGecko today is like really funny to have a look at. Um, let me show you a little bit more of the screen. Um, so like the the tokens here like pretty much everything is green and on the right it's just like vertical uh pretty much so there's very very few tokens that are actually red today um the vast majority of them are green with a couple of like really strong outliers so xrp is up 73 percent for today um stella is up um 61 today 
um, a whole bunch of tokens, especially those that, you know, there was suspicions around them being securities. Um, those are all big. So Cardano is up 20%, Solana is up 17%. Um, Ethereum hasn't moved as much. Bitcoin, of course, you know, like hasn't moved that much, but all like the alt market has just boomed um, massively in that time. Um, and of course, that boom has, as that increase in the price has led to um, ETH going above $2,000. And of course, then our ETH uh, going over a billion dollars in market cap. One of the interesting things that happened is like the LDO token has had a 18% pump today, um, but the RPL token hasn't had an equivalent pump. So here, you know, you can see uh, our ETH now is number 43 on um, on, Coin, uh, on CoinGecko. And um, the RPL token is still... Uh, you know, it went up five and a half percent today. It's number sixty-two, so um, it's not it's not moving as much as um, some of the other tokens have moved. But um, LDO, I guess there was a lot of talk about them getting a you know Wells notice and kind of getting sued as well because of security stuff. But I guess part of the reason why it's gone up so much is uh, that might be avoided now. I don't, I'm not sure. Of course, you know it's not legal advice, but um, that's where we stand there. And um, you know, since yesterday, we had a whole bunch of. Um, ETH deposited into the um, deposit pool and then today we've had a whole bunch more ETH deposited as well so in the last couple of days we've had 10,000 and now on the weekly um, deposits you know way way better now than the last pretty much month since the beginning month and a half since the beginning of June this is the best week we've had since the beginning of June so it's really great that the uh, rocket pool protocol and the ETH minting has gone back up and um, so much so that you know the, there's actually a balance now in the deposit pool of 5,000 um, ETH. So if you want to spin up mini pools, there's no waiting in the rocket pool queue to get matched with that. Okay, next um, we, um, you know, we talked about Mark Zeller um, giving the news of RPL coming, uh, getting the Chainlink Oracle. Well, as soon as that happened, then um, the proposal went live on the Aave governance forum to add um, RPL to Aave version three on the Ethereum pool. And, um, you know, they talked about uh, the supply cap will be, um, and borrow cap will be 105,000 RPL, and the slopes, the variable slopes will be 8.5% and 87%. Um, and um, yeah, this has now reached quorum with Aave Chan and Michigan blockchain voting in favor of it. Um, and yeah, that, that's pushed us over quorum now. So there's the current votes cast at 395,000, and the quorum was uh, 320,000. So this is really great. Um, you know, Mark and uh, the Aave guys move really fast with this. So I would expect this to be um, on on mainnet within a matter of days, maybe a week, um, which is really exciting. And then finally, for today's episode, we've got a couple of... Um, new grants that have come in um so one of them came in from jasper he says the project the work is to continue the hosting the twitter spaces um and um he's uh, putting out a grant for that jasper previously got paid by the rocket pool team um and he is putting his grant through for that and then another thing happened as well is that i put out another grant for rocket pool uh, sorry for rocket fuel so when i got awarded the grant in january um it was for six months so um, i'm applying for a new grant for rocket fuel saying that you know um, i've put out a whole lot of episodes since then and um, the work continues and it'll just keep continuing with this so there's a whole bunch of metrics there about like viewing and subscribers and like followers and all that kind of stuff um so if you're curious to read uh, the case that i present um then you know go check out the the grants page also one of the things that i did was i included some testimonials from community members um in the grant application just to show how valuable rocket fuel is to um 
the rocket pool community um so here you know we had some really really kind words like genuinely like amazing words said by people like superphase marceau mambosan chiffrin um Wofa, uh, sneaky ninja guy um, dave marley langers uh, patches um jagan sign up and uh, ret so thank you all of those people who provided testimonials um it's like it's, the kindness that they showed was just beautiful like so so touching um and then um you know i go on and talk about like the 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 grant that i want and stuff so um check out the grants there's a discussion thread um if you have any questions of me about rocket fuel uh, and my grant then if you go to the grants and bounties page on the forum there is here there's a link saying a uh, community discussion of submitted applications um you know feel free to ask questions in here um you can um you can um, dm me no, sorry dm me tag me in uh, any comments here and uh, i'll be happy to um you know answer any questions or expand on any points that you all that you all bring up so on that note i'm going to end today's episode i hope you all um, enjoy today's pump um the the market sentiment is really really good right now and um i don't know how that's going to last or not last you know people have ptsd about like, these pump fake pumps and dumps but um it seems like you know something that happened today was quite monumental so um let's see what the clarity we get in the days coming and let's see how things develop but as always you know i'll be here to cover it all for you and um share news as i come across it so thank you all for watching listening subscribing being part of the rocket fuel community and i will see you all tomorrow bye